Richards. Make sure that works all right for you. How are you, Rich? You right? It works for me. Does it sound Is all right it? to you? Oh, I guess it's My dulcet right. tones. Your dulcet Bristolian tones. I know. Tones. I know. My brother lives in Bristol now. Oh, he, well, he lives in Bath. Oh. He lives, he lives just outside of Bath. Yeah, oh, lovely. Yeah. That's very posh. It's very posh. Yeah. It's not Bristol. They it's it not ain't Bristol. Bristol. They don't really talk like me in Bath. <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't. Fairly, don't. No, no. The Bristolian accent's very... Um, yeah, specific. It's very specific. It is very, very but specific. But it's, it, it's a very nice, very nice well, accent. Thank you, Rich. That's, I, yeah. do, I do like the Bristolian accent. Thank you, mate. Brummies and Manx and Scouse. Yeah. It's hard to... Do you think? Yeah. I love a Brummie. Really? Yeah, I love a soft Birmingham accent. I think is a beautiful thing. No, yeah. uh, much maligned. So I feel like a kinship yeah. with um, with the people from Birmingham, because you know very often you'll get like a West Country accent, yeah, alongside a Birmingham accent will always be like at the bottom of those lists, <laughs> you know. So I feel that's sort of kinship. With, with I the think Brummies. I think it is a little yeah. bit of a kinship, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Um, so Justin, yes, sir. You started off as a comedian. Yeah, I mean, I was a terrible one. I was, <laughs> I was rubbish. Well, you couldn't have been that rubbish. You 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 got to the final of the BBC. Um, comedian at Fringe, didn't you? Edinburgh yeah, Fringe. I, I did. I went through as uh, as an overall runner up, um, and it was a it was a really tough final. I mean, that final you had some proper brilliant comedians in my final. There was eight of us in the final. Uh, Peter Kay was in the final, and this is how tough the final was. Peter Kay didn't win, Ouch. and he's like one of the best ever. And uh, he was a runner up, uh, a brilliant comic by the name of Paul Foot, uh, who still you know works today. Bit of a genius. Uh, he won my BBC New Comedy Awards final, but I got lucky because um, it just so happened that a one of the bosses of MTV, this was in 1997, watched that final because they used to televise it on BBC One. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the stand-up show. It would go out about 10.30 on a Saturday night on BBC yeah. One. And I was on first, so I got really unlucky, like names in a hat. No one wants to be first. I was first. And you get about seven minutes, and I was good for about the first three, and then it just petered out. And I thought, well, there you go. I'll just carry on, go back to doing my open mic gigs, traveling around. Yeah. Um, and then about a week after the show was televised, because I had no agent or anything at the time, um, my mum phoned me, because I was staying up at my girlfriend's house the night before, and my mum said, I've had a producer on the phone from MTV. And I'm like, yeah, all right, mum. It's another wind-up, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, but this producer they're trying to get hold of you. Somebody saw you on that stand-up show and uh, they want you to go to MTV or something. <laughs> so uh, they left a number and I called this chap and this guy said, yeah, we'd like to invite you to audition for this show. Um, and it was called MTV Hot. And that was sort of, that was my first telly, really. Yeah. And that was back in 97. And then it was years of, um, of up and down and sort of false starts and then it sort of started to come good in about 2004. But yeah, with Alan, when you did the the the, the, the Friday night project, they went to the Saturday night project, and then eventually to the Sunday night project. Well, you're all, you're almost right. So ah. that that was lit. so Alan was 2006, ah. and it went Friday night project, and then Sunday night project, and then back to Friday night project. <laughs> but what happens now is that it might happen today. In fact, occasionally I'll get people come up to me and go, "Oh, I love that Saturday night project." <laughs> <laughs> they've got the day in the middle and I just I'd never correct anyone I no. just go oh yeah thanks very much did you enjoy working on that Saturday project I did yeah it was good yeah it? yeah, I got paid handsomely for it didn't actually ever do Saturday nights it's just Fridays and Sundays but, but that's okay yeah, I do love it but yeah that was 2006 so that was that was a bit later but how um, did you how did you get in, into that how did that come about that was I'd done a few things I'd done a couple of things for Channel 4 uh, that sort of opened the doors for me there so they they already liked me I'd done, um, there used to be a show called The Games, if you remember that. Yeah. 
uh, Celebrity Olympics, yep. basically. I hosted the companion show on E4 for them with Caroline Flack. Yes. We did that for two years together, uh, 2005, 2006. Um, so that... That went well for me. And then I did my first Bring Back, which was Bring Back Grange Hill. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. those sort of two things kind of made Channel 4 sort of take notice. And they yeah. were like, well, we, we want to find things for you to do now. So they wanted me to do, you know, what they call a shiny floor show. So a big kind of, you know, Friday night, big entertainment yeah. show. And we piloted a few things. Um, one of those things was a show called First in Last. Okay. Which finally made it to the air last year with Jason Manford. Yes, host. yeah. I did two versions of that show about 12 and 13 years ago, respectively. <laughs> but they clearly believe in that format, but yeah. we just couldn't make it work. So in the end, uh, my new bosses at Four said, um, we'd like to bring back the Friday Night Project because, of course, it existed before us yeah. with Jimmy Carr as host. Yep. Um, so if we brought it back, would you do it? And I said, well, potentially, yes, but who would I do it with? Yeah. Because the original series, it was a bit like, do you remember Game for a Laugh? Yes, yeah. There was like a panel of hosts. There was about eight people. And they were sort of individually brilliant people, but they didn't seem to quite gel yeah. in that format. It's a difficult thing. The chemistry wasn't quite there. Uh, so it was really important to me, for you know, who is it that you want me to, who do you want to pair me off yeah. with? And they said, oh, do you know Alan Carr? And uh, I was like, where do I sign? Because I'd done a couple of things with him before. Yeah. And I already thought, and I still believe this to this day, he's the most naturally funny man I've ever met in my life. Really? Most naturally funny man. Naturally gifted comic. I mean, he's, he's got everything. Like, if you see Alan live, like, in his routine, he plays on the fact, you know, the teeth, the yeah, glasses, yeah, yeah. and his look and style. Um, but even that aside, he's the most naturally funny man I've ever met. He used to make me cry laughing, cry <laughs> laughing. And I would think, where did that come from? You know, what was your thought process that got you to yeah. saying that thing? I'm doubled over here. Brilliant, brilliant comic. I have a question for you that Anything I forgot to ask. Did you get the guacamole out of your hair? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I had hippie fries. Yes. I went out for a, a, a drink with a couple of friends of mine the other night. And uh, somebody said, should we order some hippie fries? And it was chips. Covered in like guacamole and chickpeas yeah, yeah. and uh, hummus, something I don't know. So, yeah, half of it ended up in my hair. I did say that, and I was like, oh, I need to ask me if you got the guacamole. I did. I managed to get. In fact, I got out this morning. Yeah, <laughs> so it was in there for a good four days. Yeah, but uh, I finally washed my hair. This saving morning. it, saving it for later. I did it for you, Rich. Oh, yeah, I appreciate. My it. hair is guac-free, guac-free, yeah. and majestic as Thank well you. as majestic as it was. It's out of control. Yeah, it yeah. Is out of control. Yeah. How do you keep it in control? Oh, I, I don't. I don't. It has a life of its own. <laughs> It's I can't. Just, I'm at odds with it. We really just, don't get on. It's yeah. just mad. We fall out all the time. Me and my hair. Yeah, I but can imagine. I can't imagine it'll, it'll fall out anytime soon. The hair wins. The hair wins. Time and time again, the hair wins. I just have to live with it. Just it, 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 it's it, it's the hair that's the personality, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's it, it's it. the hair that wins it. Like just when he comes, oh, the guy with the hair. Yeah, if I ever shaved my head, all the personality. Would you, you would. You would look different, though. I'd have nothing, Rich. You'd look different. I'd have nothing. I'd have to go back to Marks and Spencers. Yeah. <laughs> Where you started off as a warehouse. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. See, I've done, oh, yeah, done my research. I've done my research. Brilliant. Yeah. How so? What have you been up to, or what do you have coming up? Because a little birdie said that there might be something. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean. The flippant, honest answer is nothing. I'm unemployed, so I've got absolutely <laughs> nothing going on. Um, I did. Ha I was working on a show uh, with a great friend of mine, a uh, legend by the name of Jerry Cottle, uh, who sadly 
passed away recently. Oh. Um, yeah, heartbreaking. Um, we were working on a new thing, which we were all really excited about yeah. before the start of all of this. Yeah. Before lockdown. And then in January, uh, Jerry sadly passed away. And um, I miss him greatly because he was just the most brilliant, inspirational, generous man. Yeah. Um, and I spent some time with him before lockdown up at the Blackpool Magic Convention. Okay. Every year in Blackpool, they've got the largest magic convention in, in One of the my world. friends does that. Oh, okay. One of my oh, friends, he, he does touch magic. Okay. Um, and he, he's the guy that does like... Um, uh, the the Phil the Force Day Comic Con in Peterborough. Oh right, okay. Um, and and he does magic for uh, for those who are um, with disabilities and okay. and like blind and every, and he does all. He he's so good. He's That's so, fantastic. So good. I think my friend Laura London is involved in that as well. Laura think, London. Laura's yeah, involved in that. Yeah, she yes. is. That's how she I've is. heard of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know Laura does that. So yeah, we were up at a magic convention and um, we had a brilliantly entertaining car ride back to. Bristol and Jerry lived at Wookiee Hole so he dropped me off about five and a half hours I slept for about the first two and I'm a terrible snorer which like really 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 bad snoring and uh, I think I was driving him nuts for about the first two hours did he give you a whack no he didn't he was so lovely but I did I woke up you know I tell you how bad my snoring is it wakes me up right so literally I'll I wake myself up snoring. It's so bad. I think I've got like sleep apnea or something. Okay. I need to get it. It's, it's a thing. It's a real thing. So uh, I woke myself up with a massive snore at one point and I could, Jerry was cussing and uh, he blamed it on the road, but I know it was me, but he was just too nice to say your snoring is driving me spare. <laughs> um, can you get out of the car on the hard shoulder? Um, but no, he said during that car journey, what are you what you're doing at the moment and I was you know sort of very honest about things and I said I'm doing absolutely nothing I'm unemployed and he said well would you come to Wookie Hole in and do something with me and I said I would absolutely love now sadly that isn't going to happen which is just heartbreaking but um yeah we all miss him a lot yeah was it was it due to to COVID or was yeah, it yeah it was it was it was certainly COVID related yeah certainly um so yeah I'm gonna do nothing until September and then one of my best friends in September is making a film. So I've said, can I come and work on your film? And uh, he said, absolutely. So for the entire month of September, possibly into October, I'm going to be in Blackpool. I'm not going to be in the film. I'm going to make, you know, teas and coffees. Okay. Um, Why are you not going to be in the film? Well, um, I, I can't, I don't think I can really say sort of what the film ah, okay. is. Okay. But I, there wouldn't really be a place sort of for me in it. Not that he would even want me to be in it, of no. course. Um, but I, yeah, because I don't think he's announced it yet. Okay. So I'm not sure if I can say what it is, but it, I can tell you obviously when we're not when filming, we're not yeah yeah, and it will make sense to you. Right. Okay. Um, but I just want to work and be busy, yeah. and just the last for everyone. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. It's just been so woeful, like the last year and a half, and I've been sitting at home in my little flat, sort of climbing the walls. So I said to my friend, "I'll do anything on your on your film. I'll come in." Pick people up, drive people around, make make tea. I'm, I make terrible tea. You don't want to drink my. <laughs> you don't tea. put you don't put like milk in first, do you? I don't know what I'm doing, Rich. Okay. Uh, what? Which way around should you do it? Well, you should always put the tea bag in first, then you put the water, and then the milk goes in last. So I tea bag first. Always tea bag first. <laughs> I mean, if you like putting tea bag in right, first, okay, you know. Okay. So you do the tea bag in first, and then then you you. you <laughs> oh, sorry. 
It's fine. It's fine. No, we, honestly, that's. We got a, have a laugh, don't we? No, well, you're saying teabagging, yeah. and I'm complete. My mind is completely going the wrong way. Uh, well, because uh, I'm at the moment, I'm like all of us. I'm on the cusp of bursting into tears. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to have a laugh, right? You, if you, you can't, do you know what? If you can't have a laugh, uh, yeah, exactly. You're gonna cry, aren't you? Let's be thank honest. You, but thank you for giving me the, the thing about the teabagging. Oh, thanks for that, Rich. That will, that's, uh, all you. that's fine. No, that's fine. Yeah, all me going on about teabagging. Yeah. Um, so. Going back to what you were doing on TV, yeah. shush. Yeah. Um, so you you trained to you trained did darts. I did, and you Keith Deller was my who's just over there as well. He's in the Mr. room as well. Keith Deller, the legend, has come to see me today, which is legend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you did wrestling as well. I did Mexican wrestling. Uh, yeah, I, I became a luchador, and my name was El Glorioso, um, <laughs> which which translates as the the glorious one. Um, and my mentor for that is uh, a brilliant uh, luchador by the name of Cassandro. He's a really, really uh, famous wrestler. And it sounds like in, in this day and age I'm being inappropriate to say what I'm going to say, but he describes himself as a transvestite dwarf. Okay. Um, so I was trained by, uh, by a transvestite dwarf in Mexico City, and he absolutely kicked my ass all over the place. <laughs> I, I was physically sick. I, I cried myself to sleep every night, and it was much like I do these days. And it was uh, one of the greatest experiences of my life. He's amazing. Um, and I was a masked wrestler, so I, yeah. was like, I was the bad guy. And after all of my training um, under Cassandro's watchful uh, gaze in Mexico City... We brought it back home to the UK and I wrestled him at the Camden Roundhouse in London nice. where he proceeded to kick my ass again <laughs> in front of like a few thousand people and demasked me. Brilliant. So if you know anything about the yeah. world of Lucha Libre, if you lose your mask, like you're, you're, you're dead, you're done. that couch yeah. is gone. Yeah. So thank God, Rich, I can never wrestle again. <laughs> I mean, it would be great to see that maybe as like WWE Yes. Style wrestling. Yeah. I think people would like to see that. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I want no part of that <laughs> whatsoever. I'm still trying to get over it now because he, I went through this initiation. If you saw the film, yeah. Uh, we filmed this initiation. It's apparently, if you're, if you're a luchador, you have to go through this initiation. And, and I had a choice of three initiations. And uh, the first one was, was a, a rake down my back. And then the second one, I'm not even kidding. The second one was like a wet flip-flop, like across my chest. Or like some kind, of, some kind of wet sandal. And then the third one was just not a wet sandal, but just like a massive forearm slap across my, oh. my chest. So it was right down the back, being smacked with a wet slipper, sandal, flip-flop, or the massive hand across the chest. So I went for the massive hand and... Uh, like the welts on my on my chest, like it hurt. Like who did it? Who who was it? Who smacked? Cassandro. Oh, Cassandro. Okay. He he did the initiation because he, he was my. He wasn't going to let so, anybody else do it. So he had to do it. He had to do like it to own you. Oh, he still owns me to this day. <laughs> I've got. I can't even begin to tell you the things he gets me to do. Is it be wildly inappropriate? But I'm still left with the scars, both physical and mental. It was brilliant. The TV TV needs more JLC. Oh, that's very kind of you. It does. I was talking to my my friend um, about you. He's a huge, huge fan. He has his kids this weekend, so he couldn't come. Oh. And he he was like, "Oh my god!" Like he's we need more JLC oh, on the TV. His name, Graham. Oh, give Graham my love, please. I Thank will. You, Graham. I love will probably him. phone him. And, yeah, I'll speak to him. Uh, yeah, because he's like a huge, huge fan. He was like, 
we need more JLC. That's like, a lovely thing. Pe- so, nowadays, yeah. everything seems to be the same. People are too, I guess, too strict. Maybe, yeah, maybe. They're not. They're, they're not so normal. Right. I guess okay. not so. Just talk as they talk. Because I mean, my USP really is my normality. <laughs> I'm like so, the hair. I'm so completely normal. <laughs> the hair as well, though. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the hair. I know what you're saying. You're very kind. But, it, but no, and I, I agree. We need more natural people on TV. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. It's a nice thing you're saying. Thank you. It's Thank you, all true. It's Thank all you. true. Thank you very much, oh, Rich, Justin. I really appreciate it. Honestly, yeah. it's been brilliant. Thank no, you so brilliant. much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Any advice you can give to someone, as I as I spoke to Gareth as yeah. well, that you would give to someone to get either into comedy or radio, because you did radio as well. Radio. Uh, I started out in radio. Actually, that was that was the first thing. Well, t- well, here's here's my uh, my my piece of advice for what it's worth. There is no way, and that's that's. A simple thing that I wish someone had said to me, like when I was when I was twenty, there is no path that you have to follow. You just you follow your own path. Mm. You do your own thing, and if you believe that you have something to to give, something that you want to put out there into the world, then then do it. Yeah. Don't copy anybody else. Don't follow anybody else's path, because if we're all being completely honest. So much of it is chance and fluke and luck. Uh, that's probably more significant than talent. Okay. Like, you need the talent, right? If you're going to get anywhere and if yeah. you can have any kind of longevity, like, that's, that's essential, really. Uh, but so much of it is down to what at least appears to be complete fluke. So don't worry about, oh, do I need to do this? And Because then that will take me there and then that will lead to that. And then from there, I can go to there. Forget all of that. Yeah. There's no path. Make your own way. And uh, if you really believe in yourself, you'll, you'll get there. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you very much, Thank JLC. You, Appreciate it. Pleasure, mate. Thank you, brother. Oh, what a lovely man. Oh, that was really nice. Thanks, Rich. <laughs>